the Baby Fur Podcast is an 18 plus podcast. Please remember not to listen to it with small children or your grandmother or co-workers in the room. That's just not good for it. Unless that's your fetish. I guess go ahead. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Baby Fur Podcast, the only 18 and up podcast that tells you to pee your pants. I'm Fluffy Nate. I'm Spelly. And Lily is sadly uh, had to work today and is out of spoons, so she will not be here. However, we got a bonus guest. Our first guest two, is... Two guests wow. for the price of one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we got a bonus Thank guest of five. And then we have Pandora, also known as Baby Pandora. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Uh, go be on her Patreon. <laughs> well, we're I feel like we should sell it out, people. I, I feel it. like we should. Uh, I feel like we should. Uh, uh, in, let her introduce herself here. Um, Pandora, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who you are? Um, what your pronouns are? What you do? Uh, your place in the community, and of course, what is your favorite aminal? Um, well, I am an artist. I do mostly AVDL and furry stuff, most of the time mashed together. Um, I, I really just have the one hobby of drawing and video games, I guess, to past time and my favorite animal would have to be a cat yes because you are a cat yeah yeah <laughs> well i also see you study like some languages and stuff uh right uh yes um so i've been teaching myself japanese for uh, about nine years now ten years i think something like that um and then I just started learn learning Korean in the last week or so. Now, do you have any plans to say your first words? I'm sorry? Do you have any plans to say your first words? My first words. Baby's first words. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, not yet. But uh, the first sentence I ever pieced together in Japanese all by myself was... Uh, which means I will eat your soul. That's fantastic. Pretty standard, pretty standard <laughs> for a, for a I, I was watching Soul Eater at the time, and the word tamashi was spoken over and over again. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and and uh, we also change. have another guest here. Um, by the name of Clow. Clow, why don't you yeah. tell us uh, who you are, what your hobbies are, and uh, what is your favorite aminal? Alright, well, I'm Clow. I am also a cat. Um, now that I think about it, I'm also a winged cat, which I'm pretty sure Pandora is, so I'm wondering if we're just, like, we have this weird, like, requirement for diversity around here. Just bring in the winged cats. But, um, the I, I mean, hobby-wise, I'm going to school and still trying to figure things out, even though I'm kind of old. 
I enjoy D&D beyond all good reason um, and get utterly obsessed with it. I do also game a bit, though usually it's more for story and sometimes... I don't know. I, I only own a Switch, and that almost makes me feel like I can't call myself a gamer. I don't have anything <laughs> current. You are valid. I mean, the Switch is kind of current, but... The yeah. Switch is absolutely current. I just yeah, the Switch is the best system that's been made. I mean, it's great, but considering it's a Switch and a PS3 and a DS, it's just like, and no current PC... <laughs> I'm on the low end, okay, but it, it's got a peek. It, it's got a Pikachu and Eevee smiling back at me, so I'm happy. Yeah, that's all you need. That's peak gamer. Yeah, that's peak gamer right there. I don't care what people say. You are a gamer. <laughs> all gamers um, are valid. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, I mean, around the fandom, um, I don't have a lot of money, so I only get a couple of commissions here and there. Um, I, I have very minor art skills, but I wouldn't mind improving them. I enjoy writing, but I mostly just do... I, I'm more likely to get with a writer and do an extremely detailed, multi-paragraph roleplay than I am to write my own stories. I don't know why. I've always been doing that since I was a teenager, and it's easier for me. <laughs> and, you know, I've actually been listening to the podcast, and I've been thinking about this. Favorite animal is hard, because I like so many... But I guess I would probably have to say skunks at the end of the day. I mean, I love cats. Uh, I There's a reason I'm a cat. I was fascinated by them when I was a kid. But most, uh, I just thought about it in the way that if someone has a skunk soda, that is instantly like they get a plus five to affinity for me. <laughs> and also plus plus ten to stink. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's always, plus but... five. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's true, but I I will always say you, you, true skunk fans will appreciate them even when they smell nice. Just like true cow fans will appreciate them even if they're not showing udders. My god. <laughs> I know a lot of people who like udders, okay? I've oh, been I... kind of helping propagate that, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I okay, mean, it's only been a boon for me. But like, <laughs> look, look. Okay, I mean, mommies and daddies both have the uh, uh, both have the have their, have their pros and their cons. But when <laughs> when it comes to mommies, the one well, I think one of the key advantages is I think every uh, most baby first at least like the idea of breastfeeding. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I mean, hungry baby's hungry. You got to feed the baby, and yeah. what better source of nutrition than straight from mommy? Or straight from the daddy tap. Daddy or ZZ. Exactly. Um, straight from the tap. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of it all. Um, it's naturally warm. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. You don't have to microwave that at all. <laughs> Just right from from what's the farm to nut, as uh, Eric Andre said. Um, it's also full of antibiotics. <laughs> antibiotics. And yeah, that's how that's how I, I, that's how newborn babies get their immune systems from the before their yep. immune system is developed. They get it from their mom. That is that's, true. This is true. Amazing. I you learn something I've been new every biology day. Classes. I can back that up. So, I mean, a lot of things like baby furs and breastfeeding stuff like that. There's a lot of pros, but there's also cons. Bam! Segue yeah. right Segway. into this. Right into, this week's seg right into this week's subject, conventions. 
Because I missed some. until you tripped over your words. What? Oh, it's fine. I'm I'm not perfect. If anyone else, uh, to quote Hannah Montana, nobody's perfect. Except I gotta work it again and again till I get it right. Except for Spelly. Ah, I don't know about that, sweetie. Oh, have you seen the print? Have you seen the Princess Crown? I think that says Uh, everything. Oh my God, it's a royal decree. Well, you're not in the royal land of Spelly Land. You're in Baby Fur Land, where otherwise everyone's... known as the playpen. Yeah, the playpen. <laughs> oh, now I have like a great art idea of just like why wasn't that our name? <laughs> someone, yeah, no, someone's just like I don't know, some something involving a character just being like, you're in the playpen now. <laughs> is is five episodes in too early for re- too late for rebranding? What? What are we, we gonna call to what being we're in the playpen or something? <laughs> yeah, playpen talks. Playpen talk. I, I don't know. I kind of like baby fur cast. All right, we're first. We get the generic one. I mean, I don't know though. What 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 is a playpen other than gay baby jail though? No, gay baby jail's upside down laundry bag. That's true. Oh. You can't fit that in the playpen though. You can. That's why it's a jail. You can go anywhere. <laughs> Anyways, cons. So what is a con? A con is The a... opposite of a pro. Oh, damn. Smart kitty. Um, it is a convention. A convention is a place where people gather to uh, discuss uh, things and meet with friends and people. It's more like... I was watching an episode, or I was watching a, a video of the Odd Ones Out recently, where he was talking about conventions because he missed them as well. And uh, it was just like the way he described it was a great place for a bunch of people who have vibe with a lot of things in a in a certain fandom or community that aren't uh, that don't necessarily get the chance to socially interact about or with people of that fandom or degree. So that's why you have a lot of furry conventions or anime conventions or things with pop culture or comic book conventions because in normal day in normal everyday society you can't really just sit there and geek out with your friends in a mcdonald's like you know oh my gosh i can't believe you're wearing that demon slayer t-shirt let's talk about this for three hours and then dance dance our asses off at a at a nearby nightclub oh god yeah <laughs> oh. i would say that it's like a gathering of people who showed up sharing at least one common interest. Yes. Yeah, because like um, bef- before the sci-fi conventions took over and then the anime conventions and the Comic-Cons ate them up, and I'd say the furry conventions count because we- our conventions are amazing. Um, uh, and in fact, I think that's why Ben Diskin keeps get- getting furry roles because he went he went to one con being invited because he's hired his voice actor, and now he realized this is freaking amazing. <laughs> But before then, it was just work conventions, and th- there's nothing better than going into a fur con after people in suits that were coming off like a drilling convention or something are leaving, and they just see us. Oh, oh, that's and- right. I think one of my first exposures to a furry convention, furry con, was um, oh god, I think I was like around ten or something, and my aunt had come down to see me in Jacksonville for a while, uh. 
and she uh she booked this this a room at this hotel and we were on our way down and in the elevator and some dude was in like a mouse costume and we were like oh wow this is kind of funny let's get a picture with them and then i guess there were just i i vaguely remember that and i think there was just a lot of other people dressed like that around the hotel and we were just like oh this is kind of fun we had no idea you know come to think of that um can i build off that story real quick oh please do um, uh, so we'll go over, I think, all the cons we went to, but one of my last Megaplex, I think it was 2018, might have been 2016, but I think it was 2018, there was a Make-A-Wish kid who was there, because Megaplex is in Orlando, he was doing, like, you know, the Disney World thing, and he saw the furry convention, and he changed his Make-A-Wish to the furry convention. He got like, so much con swag. He made himself a sona. It was one of the coolest oh. things I have ever seen. I Did didn't even think of that story until you said it. I, I don't know, but he should have been. He should have crowd surfed. He definitely should have. Oh god, that's because I was just thinking we we are we have definitely converted people due to cross convention contamination. But that was the most wholesome version of that that just popped back into my head. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And there, there is, I, I feel like there are a lot of furries that just have a very contagious, a contagiously positive attitude. And it's just, there's, there's an, there's an air and a feeling you get at these conventions that you just don't get anywhere else. It, uh, I have said it a lot of times. There's an instant air of acceptance when you get into a fur con. Oh, especially oh. when you find a fursuiter with a squeaker in their suit. Oh, oh the best. That's oh my god, amazing. actually, I have a new quest there was, for whatever I go to next. Oh my god. There was, um, when, uh, so, getting into conventions that I've been to, I always like to go to this, I've been, I think I only, I think I started, like, their third year, uh, I went to this convention in Jacksonville called WasabiCon, and there was a Pinkie Pie cosplayer, full-on, like, pretty much a Pinkie Pie fursuit. And she had the she had little squeakers in her hooves, and I was just like, "This is the best day ever." <laughs> I, I was amazing. That's when Nate realized he needed baby toy. Oh my god! Yes. Oh, I should. I kind of want to get a squeaky toy, but at the same time, I don't know how much mileage I'd get out of it. Again, a solid investment right now is the Fisher Price game controller. Oh my god! <laughs> solid investment. You can even input the Konami code into it, and it does a special dance or celebration noise thing. Yeah, isn't it like you're doing like do 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 level up or something? Like it's really special. Something like that. It's like a really unique hidden Easter egg in a Fisher Price game controller. It's also a really good stim toy. Yeah. Yeah. If I I have mine right here, because I need to do something with my. Oh no. Yeah. I have a I have a great idea now. You just have like have one of those at the ready and when you're when your caregiver is playing games and you want to join you want to play with them too, you, they just hand you that controller so that's like it's like you're playing the game with them. That really wait a minute. I, was I not <laughs> playing the game that one time? Uh <laughs> No, honey, you were totally playing it. You were a great player too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing Nintendo 64 and they're playing on an unplugged Genesis controller. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, but it's like if you're if you're a toddler, you don't really care. It's just like, yeah, I'm pressing buttons, things happening on the screen. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's good aesthetic. God. I miss the game. I I do hopefully the game rooms at conventions there probably won't be much of that. I think Megaplex so one of the reasons I kind of brought this up was uh my registration for Megaplex rolled over from last year to this year. Um and I think one of their guidelines was I think they were getting rid of the game room. No. I I don't don't quote me on that, but also I have I have an announcement for everyone uh, for everyone listening and everyone that's uh that's you know wanting to go to conventions. Just you know listen listen very closely listen very closely. Get vaccinated. For yep. the love of God, if you if you want these conventions to start back up again, get vaccinated. And don't try yeah. to fake it. Don't, like, honestly, that's the other thing. This is like, this is such a, a sad time because I was supposed to go to FWA last year as well, and Megaplex. So was I. Yeah. I live and, thirty minutes away from FWA. I was so disappointed I couldn't go. Oh dang, Pandora! You and me are nearby. It's my it's my closest con. It's about an hour away now. But why, why? Why? I was about to say, why is everyone in like the Atlanta area? But Atlanta's a big ass city, so that that tracks. It's, it's also a like, good Delta hub. Yeah, like half of baby furs are in the Atlanta area. The other half are in the Seattle area. <laughs> to be fair, I, I'm in South Carolina. I'm just in the extremely co- close to Georgia part of South Carolina. Okay. I like I said, I used to live in Jacksonville, which it's still like six hours away. Uh, but now I live even further down south, um, in Daytona. I wish they had. Um, uh, so like within conventions, there are also uh, not only are there conventions for furries, but there are also a convention for age players. Um, but my main grievance is the two major conventions are up. All the way in the north, you have Teddy Con in. It was in Allentown. East now it's Coast. in. Yeah, it's in the in the northeast section. You have Teddy Con with uh, being in Scranton, Pennsylvania this year. Uh, usually, it's in Allentown, um, but that uh, that's a very big uh, adult baby convention. And then the other one that I think I uh, a lot more people go to. Is actually Capcon, which is stands for the Chicago Age Play Convention in Chicago, Illinois. Um, but and I think there was also supposed and the thing that was really upsetting was uh, I believe there were talks of a convention hap- of an ABDL or Age Play convention happening in Orlando last year that of course got like stomped out by COVID. So. You know, it it was uh, a little disappointing to say the least, but uh, you know, here we are. So, what I, I think we should probably discuss: what conventions have we all been to? All right, so we're talking just like furry slash ABDL cons in general, or just total conventions. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to broaden the field here because I have never been to a furry convention nor an age play convention, but I have been to many uh different pop culture or an- i guess i'll say anime conventions because like i just <laughs> i don't want people to be like Ugh, anime when like you go to these conventions but it's mostly anime 
there's a lot of there's a lot oh. of people anime. I, so, I, I want to see your reaction next time you're at FWA. I, I will meet up with you and question you, Nate. Because that's going to be fascinating. I Yeah, I wish, like, I I would love, like, to live stream my candid response, my candid reaction to walking into a furry convention. Because I feel like it's a whole other universe. No, there, there are different moods to different conventions. Uh, I think the best way to describe it is I would count... Uh, I play... As everybody knows, I play uh, TCGs, and I count some of their major tournaments as conventions, really, because mm. it's the same sort of uh, feel of a lot of people gathering in one area to do like it, share in one joy, and there's side events that go on. Thing, uh, I went to a Yu-Gi-Oh Nationals, which was very interesting because that was way more fun. Uh, to just drop out of that tournament and not do the main event of the convention, essentially, and just do side events the whole weekend. Uh, and then I went to a magic one, which was better because it literally was, oh, there was a bunch of dealers throughout the building and everybody just like was just picking up random games and doing side events. So it was really, it really was like, a, like I would say a, uh, the first convention I went to, though, for sure, is uh, Capcom. Which first I went... ev- like first ever. Like oh no, I went to some anime conventions when I was younger, but oh. the first like the first like one that I went out of my way and traveled to go to was Capcom. Oh. Uh, and boy, that was fun. That was a different feel entirely for a convention uh capcom it was the last year before they had the whole whole hotel to themselves uh so they had like different rules of being around normies and stuff uh they had lessons and uh they still had the giant play gyms and the nursery set up and let me tell you uh play gyms are amazing Wait, play play gyms. What you mean, like jungle gyms? No, no, no. Play gyms are the thing where you have like a mat, you have like a blanket down, and then they have stuff all over the child, the baby, and they have like oh, stuff the, dangling oh. from them. Oh yeah. my god, Those that are the best. sounds amazing. They the they don't have incredible. I I feel like they've had those. Also, I have heard that uh, at Capcom they have. I think what is it now that they have the hotel the whole hotel to themselves it's like they have feeding like high chairs and uh they have bouncers like legit I have a picture of me in a bouncer. Oh. Oh no, on a walker. I, I... An adult sized walker. Oh. Where do they man. get all yeah, this the walker. stuff? Uh well, well you see Tycables is centered in Chicago. Oh. Uh... So their community is fairly large. And when you have a large community, you have more people who can handy man to make this stuff. But I know for a fact that a lot of, but since Capcom was the first one, it became like, um, those are like the real first age PlayStation. It became the one that people traveled to a lot in the earlier days, like when I went before they had the hotel. So there were people who would take the time to, you know, drive up with like a moving van, I think, and just, or they have it shipped there. Oh so, god, like, yeah. They had they had okay, my fault. So 
You know, you know, like a a mesh pin, a mesh play pin. Yes. They had yeah. adult one of those. Oh my god. Oh, how big was it? I uh, you could fit a good five people. Oh god. I know this because I have a picture of me with four other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some. You got some pictures, man. What I like, isn't it? They. I could have sworn they said pictures weren't allowed at these conventions, or was no, that beforehand? Uh, no, what it was is that you can't take pictures yourself. However, you can opt in for a professional photographer to uh, take pictures, and they will release them online. Oh, wow. oh. professional! I wow! Just imagine a so professional they, they have, photographer. They have kink-friendly photographers that. Uh, they they go around the con taking random pictures of people, and you can pull them over and say, "Hey, I want to take a picture with friends." And they'll say, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Oh man, I'd love a professional photographer to just capture my candid moments of me being baby. That sounds lit. Listen, go so to your community. <laughs> you'll be surprised what people have. I know that uh, in my local area there was a kinky photographer, and she loved doing. Uh, large scenes and large pictures of kink stuff. And she was fine with ABL stuff too. And there was a few times in the dungeon where she'd bring her up and you'd have a very professional photo taken in whatever scene you wanted. That that definitely sounds fascinating. Just I think about Capcom and like in a fur convention, I am walking around with a somewhat energetic swagger. I'm just having a good time. I'm confident. But something like Capcom, I think I would be either curiously fascinated or red half the time. A lot of people walked into the, into the con floor and said, no more pants. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> A lot of people I mean, walked into the con floor and said, no more pants, only diapers. I mean, to be fair, how many babies do you know are just like, yay, pants, I love pants. Short Pants else. are the best. What? Short elves. There's PJs. Sure, okay. Come on. No, like... What? No, like that's there's a difference. That's those are PJs. I'm talking like pants, pants. Yeah, no, and it not, is not your baby pants. It is, pants. it is something that is fun. Uh, and I know at Furcons, there's sometimes a like an ABL sponsored room. Uh, I know that TFF has one that is run by, I believe, Jack. Yeah, it was run by Jack and Jack. Uh, it's called the Cub Hub, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. No, usually, I think that I think it's Cub Corral at TFF and Cub Hub at FWA. I could be. Oh, wrong. yeah, yeah. No, it's Cub Corral at, at TFF. Well, I, I know it's been called. I've heard ever. I think Cub Hub also just might be like standard nomenclature for the big ABDL room because I've had it heard it called that at Anga Anthrocon. I think I've heard it called that at Megaplex too. That is something worth noting. Is convention convention the whatever will become the quote unquote cub hub? It can vary from con to con. There are I have I have hung out a bit for rooms where it's like there's a bit of intrepidation to it, so it, it definitely yeah. varies. Uh, it also like changes like the uh, the specific rules of it. Usually these things are like uh, you. I know that the cub front TFF was much more strict on like how you're going to look in it. Like, you had to wear pants. You had to, like... You couldn't just, like, walk in and take the stripper pants and just rip them off. 
<laughs> I, obviously, because yeah. the thing about because I mean I, I feel like that's a bit of an, an issue. That is a bit of an issue that like convention planners need to go, especially when you're uh, coordinating something like this. Is because I know there's uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, there are say there are SFW spaces and then there are NSFW spaces in the convention areas and especially yeah. there are like different times of day where it's like what is isn't it like i feel like as a general rule of thumb there's a certain point where after dark it's just like yeah most of the kids are probably asleep so balls to the wall let's you know do some crazy kinky shit it, 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 it comes from it comes from largely the fact that furry is uh such a cultural thing like a cultural phenomenon that like minors are in it instead of right. just Adults. Yeah, it depends on it depends on the con, but there's usually something to keep it safe for work and a few non safe for work areas. I know FWA, for instance, had a not safe for work dealers den, and most of them will do not safe for work panels after a certain hour. Yeah, it's like the I big think the, I think the cup corral had a, a technically like a not safe for work panel, and it was just an excuse to have everybody have a giant playroom in one of the one of the uh, one of the conference rooms. <laughs> so, uh, Pandora, which cons have you been to? I have been to... Um, my first ever con was a small anime con near where I grew up in Indiana um, called IkasuCon. Um, they have been having issues in the years even before COVID, so I don't know if they're still a thing, but... It certainly was interesting because I had never been to a convention before, and suddenly I'm surrounded by people in like full anime and like Marvel comics costumes. There was a guy there with like full Iron Man armor, like actual, Ooh. like from the movies, looked just like the movies Iron Man suit, and it was honestly breathtaking. Um. And as far as furry conventions go, my first one was Megaplex 2017. And it's also where I met uh, Monty, uh, who is currently oh, my yeah. roommate. And also, also, was the first time that I had ever been babied as an ABDL. Oh, wow. So that was quite the experience for me at the time. Was it kind? Of, it was kind of like an eye open. It was kind of like your third eye opened. Oh, absolutely. That was like, <laughs> oh man, I always imagined this would feel amazing, but I didn't know it would feel this amazing. <laughs> like Somehow there, I didn't know that. Oh, you go. <laughs> sorry. Uh, there was just one point where I nearly fell asleep while being bottle fed. And that's just emblematic of the experience, I gotta say. That was walking around in skirtles and a onesie for the whole weekend. Um, that was quite nice. I even went to Fogo in that outfit. Oh, oh my. Fogo de Chao? Oh. I definitely remember that outfit when I met you at TFF 2018, I feel like. Oh yeah, that was my second con 
It wasn't yeah. that long after Megaplex, actually. Was it 2018 or was it 2019? Uh, probably oh. 2018, because I did go to that one. I, I've okay, been to yeah. every TFF since 2018, including last year's TFF, which was the final FurCon. Oh no! Of the, yeah, <laughs> I okay. I know that I missed that one because <laughs> I was really sad I missed it because that's when Blue got married and I couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that seeing. Was... I do remember seeing that on my timeline. I was like, oh, how nice. Oh, okay. That means it must have been twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, actually, if if we are. If we're counting like very small things, I technically did. No, it wasn't still a convention. There was a uh, a furry Halloween party back in 2019 called Furloween at uh, in Orlando that I went to. Oh. yeah, that was an interesting experience. Um, and like met some met some new made some new friends. Uh, got drunk, pretty drunk. That happens a lot at con. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm a little worried about. But like, I'm pro, I'm, I'm probably not gonna. I probably wouldn't drink at a con that much, honestly. You don't need it to. hasn't happened to me yet, which I'm amazed by. Yeah, I know. There's like, I feel like there's a spectrum as far as like, uh, like you know, on one end you have French innocent friendships and like, uh, you know, good time had by all, and then on the other end of the spectrum you have complete and utter debauchery. Getting drunk and and ingesting many different types of drugs at a room party while having <laughs> copious amounts of sex. So it really, it's real. There's something for everyone at these conventions. <laughs> there's friends. That's the big thing. Is there's friends? Yes. That's why. Like, I go to convention. I do tend to go to conventions by myself because I just want to make friends. But that kind of leads to awkward situations. But. Eh. It worked. It worked. It worked pretty well for me, but we had known each other online for like a minute beforehand, <laughs> and then like I convinced her to go, and then there's this whole hotel mess up where I, like I thought I was I was staying at the I thought I had a different room at a different ho- at like a specific hotel, and it was a different one, and then like I said, okay, I that's too far for this, so I'm like I have friends at this hotel, so I'm just gonna stay with Lou. <laughs> In the hotel I thought I was in, and I'll pay off my room for the other one. Oh, God. That was a good decision. Uh, because that has definitely led to the best moment of any con, which did not happen during con hours. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes the things, the good things that happen at conventions aren't necessarily like the things that happen in the conventions or in the panel. It's like you just make mm-hmm. a lot of different memories and moments. Like, uh, uh, well, yeah, most of my memories, most of my good convention memories have been in those in those situations because uh, I've I've been to quite a few different anime conventions. Um, this one I've the my best experiences so far have been when I have cosplayed as Rick from Rick and Morty. Uh, <laughs> my God, that is like, OK, so in, in my previous experiences, like I've had to be extremely extroverted uh and like try to really get into character when i get into a cosplay to like try and get people's attention whereas like for a while when i was doing this this was around the time when rick and morty was hitting its meme peak culture 
And so, like, I would just yeah. go to conventions, and everyone would just be screaming at me, oh, Pickle Rick, Pickle Rick. And, like, it was fantastic. There was a... Such a uh, bad believe... episode, too. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually actually terrible. I believe it. someone had told me it was a euphemism for alcoholism. Uh, so, but... Uh, the this actually one of the one of the, my more recent uh, conventions uh, at WasabiCon 2019. I ran into another Rick. What's the best thing about Rick? The best thing about uh, Rick and Morty cosplays is is because of the multiverses. You can act like oh yeah, we're just Ricks from different dimensions. So like, what was your, what was your dimension number? Oh, uh, I think I always I did something stupid like sixty nine four twenty. Obviously, <laughs> there was actually um. Oh. At uh, MetroCon in Tampa back in I think twenty nine I think it was twenty eighteen, um, I got to host a Rick and Morty panel because this wasn't my idea. I had not scheduled this. I legit I saw it on the schedule. I was like, oh, of course I got to go to the Rick and Morty panel. I'm in my Rick cosplay. So I walk into the convent. I walk into the panel room and everyone's looking at me like, oh, there he is. And I'm like, huh? What? No, <laughs> no, different Rick, wrong Rick. And then like I sit down. And we're sitting there waiting for the people, the panel people to show up. No one showed up. So then they were like, okay, well, I guess we're not having this this panel. And I was just like, you know what? I'll host this panel. And I went by myself. So, of course, the first question someone asked me was, where is your Morty? And I was like, I don't need a Morty. The, this, the, everyone in this convention is so stupid. I And then, like, eventually, uh, so long story short, I ended up with, like, five or six different people on... Uh, up on the up on the panel table with me that were all uh, honorary Mortys. Uh, one was actually <laughs> what someone that actually came dressed uh, in a cosplay of like a guard Morty from the the whatever that was it the season finale or the the Citadel of Ricks. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, those were definitely good memories, and I especially loved uh, the raves. If you ever go to MetroCon, MetroCon has like one of the largest raves I think out of any convention. Con people uh, love their raves. That's just a fact. Especially the furry con people, definitely. Oh, I can imagine. I I would love to see a furry rave. You, you, you <laughs> will have such sights to see. I know it was like that at Furloween. Furloween was fantastic because the 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 entirety of Furloween was just me running around, pretty buzzed out of my head, like dancing <laughs> with random strain, dancing with random people in fur suits and getting a bunch of hugs. That was fantastic. Ah uh, yes, the uh, most important currency, hugs. Where were we? <laughs> Conventions. Um, I think I was the yeah. I think I was the only one who haven't said. Uh, which they've done yet, which uh, for me, I did one anime weekend in Atlanta, which was actually kind of lame. I actually got in for free, but after going to a fur con, it was... I mean, I got to make Vic Vignana, but... That's pretty cool. I know, even at my... Yeah, yeah, he, he was okay. <laughs> I, had, I had him sign my Mokuna plushie and my um, copy of Persona 3. <laughs> I, I, I went a little outside the box. Oh. Well, don't worry. I have a DSI signed by him and a and a Jirachi card signed by him. Okay, it's what I had on me. Jirachi. It's what I had on me, and like I had my, I, okay. I, I had my, I had like, a, I had the Jirachi for when I played uh, a token in Yu-Gi-Oh, and I use it as a token. And I had my Yu-Gi-Oh deck on, so I said, okay, I don't want him to sign any cards that I have. 
that like are going to be the main deck because I could easily like transfer and lose those. So I said, okay, uh, there's this thing that's a token that I bring with me everywhere. It's going to be with me all the time. So I might as well just get this and I'll have an interesting story. So what I'm hearing is we need to okay. have a petition to have Vic Mignona uh, star as Jirachi in the next Pokemon movie so that that card has intrinsic value. Um, no, he already uh, started as Keldeo. Oh, well, all right. Please, no more Jirachi uh. movies. <laughs> <laughs> no more. I've had enough from just the one. Anyways, you were saying, Clow. Uh yeah, um, besides that, I've gone, and it, it was okay, but I'd gone to my first FurCon before that, and even even way back then, I knew enough people that I could wander around and kind of find someone and just just attach to them for a little bit. And that's, like, one of my favorite things to do. That's the cons. strategy. Um, I've got, yeah, just kind of, if, if someone's not doing something I'm interested in, wander around or find someone else, head to the zoo for a little while, go to the game room, and something will happen. I, 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 I wouldn't consider myself popular, but I know just enough people to where I have had very few problems with that. So I'm pretty happy about that. But I've gone to AnthroCon 2011, 2012, 2013, um, Megaplex 2015, 16, and 18, and my last con was FWA 2019. That one was pirate-themed. Pirate. Oh, that, I, that FWA was so cool. They had, like, a little scavenger hunt everywhere, and it was all pirate-themed. Oh, that sounds oh. great. Um, despite I... not being much of a drinker myself, I still have a pirate key themed bottle opener that is just so cool. So here's here's a question. Here's a question. Regular pirates or sky pirate? Sky, obviously. Space. Space pirates. Space. Space pirates. I mean Ryoko is pretty awesome, I gotta say. And you gotta love you gotta love a spaceship that's a bunny, so Ryoki's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> These are very important con questions. <laughs> wait, is this like? Are we, wait, is this like a? a no, I, is this like a One Piece versus Cowboy Bebop thing or? <laughs> well, I, I mean, One Piece versus Tenshi Muyo versus Cowboy Bebop. Versus I don't know how you beat Cowboy Bebop though. Like, that's an unfair thing, right? Like, Cowboy Bebop is such a cultural hit that, like, not many things high with. You know, I, I want to refute you, but I just last, uh, just a couple of days ago, made bell peppers and beef <laughs> with actual beef because I'm not a poor space pirate, apparently. <laughs> Purposely inspired by Cowboy Bebop. Oh, my God. And there's a doggo. There's a doggo in Bebop. Like... Everyone likes Ayn. It is it is kind of funny that you mentioned that because I had a friend uh, who uh, was hanging out with her one time and she was wearing a Cowboy Bebop shirt with the Corgi on it. And I was just like, oh, wow, you watch Cowboy Bebop? She's like, no, I just like the dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Now, I actually have a question. Pandora, so you were at um, FWA 2019? Correct. How was the Bab scene there? The bab scene it was pretty decent um i'm trying to trying to remember um because i think i spent a lot of that con high 
So, Checks out. <laughs> so some memories are a little hazy. Um, yeah, uh, I think the FF has the largest. Good. No, no, that's, that's one thing. I... Maybe it's MFF that has the largest. I thought it was TFF. I could have sworn people. I've, I thought I've heard many people say TFF had the biggest cub scene. TFF has a huge cub scene. Okay, I'm not. I'm not imagining TFF. I know they have great leaders again. Uh, check out what Jack on Twitter. What's the? I'm gonna find this. Is it Jack? I think it's Hey, it's Jack. I think. Is it Jack? No, no, no. Uh, wait. Yeah, is it? Oh, is it? I'm. I was thinking of a different Jack, probably. Yeah, uh, they're both named Jack. J A Q. J A Q. Yeah. Hey, it's Jack. J A. Oh, I know him. He's cool. I like him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I don't know that. I hear Jack, and I think the Growler. That, yeah, that's who I was thinking of too, Jack Growling. But they both they both worked on that. That's the thing is that they both worked. on Oh, that. so I was oh, right yeah. either way. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's why I said it's run by Jack and Jack. Amazing. <laughs> it was well, that works. when I went for sure. When I went, it was for sure run by both of them. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like we should have him on the on the on the show. J A Q Jack. I don't know about. Jack Growling seems to have been on a bit of a hiatus. Um, but that's... They are. I mean, you could ask. Uh, we know many of their roommates, even if... <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's interesting, though, um, as you're mentioning, like, this uh, convention's being run by baby furs, uh, it's more off... It's more... It's more uh, common than you think, so... People want to if people want to hate on baby uh, furs. The QAnon theory is the QAnon theory is actually like oh well, no not the QAnon the the elders of Zion is actually like you know a thing but with baby furs and furry conventions. the babs of furry it, it's That's... yeah the amount of baby furs that are in like the management and running of a con is really high which is. It, it it is a weird preschool Illuminati thing going on. I've I've noticed this. Yeah, I I feel like that's a whole subject we could talk about on the sh on the show. Uh, and it's interesting. It'll be it's a like good sequel to the community. Or yeah, yeah. It it's uh it's kind of interesting though because last time I checked, babies aren't really good at managing things. I yeah. I feel like we can all have you seen how our cons ran? Yeah, I feel like we can attest to this. Um. You know, let's not forget how much drama comes out out of con. Con drama, mm, gotta love it. Like, I—that's what I'm worried. That's what I'm a little worried about. Is like, I don't feel like I beef with a lot of people in the community, but like, it's like, even if I didn't, I feel like I'd walk away from. I feel like there's got to be at least one experience at a convention that I would have where like some drama pops up because if there's one thing I've noticed is that. There are uh, quite a few people that just don't really get along. Drama just comes up. Yeah. I mean, it happens, but... Yeah, I mean... I was... Uh, uh, when it comes to baby furzing, uh, what, what cons are good for? Because I know that's one thing we all need to touch on. Um, uh, I, I actually asked Pandora, because for some reason, FWA, my last con I went to, I, uh, I roomed with a friend... And I just did not really talk or run into many babs like the whole con. I still had a great time, but it was like my most babless con. It, it's not huge there. Um, I do, um, I do know of quite a few 
uh, Babs who do go to FWA, but that's just because that's all I really talk to anymore is people in the baby first side of the community. So, um, I would often meet up with them and trying to remember, I'm trying to remember the layout of FWA because that's how I remember, that's how I distinct, uh, distinguish cons from each other is what it what the hotel looked like and what I did in each part of the hotel. So I'm trying to remember FWA's layout and see if anything springs back up. I mean it's where it's, was the photo? It's a big towery it's a big towery con. That's how I best is describe that the, it. I think isn't it like the Marriott yeah, the Marriott Marquis in downtown Atlanta. Yeah, I think I remember someone talking about they nicknamed it the Marriott or something like that. Something silly like that. <laughs> well, hotels love us. Uh, I will like, say... As long as you don't talk about rainforest. The, well, like, oh. the thing... That was... <laughs> that was... That's a con. That, that <laughs> okay, was a convention. That was a con. Uh... I don't think any of us were there, so I don't think we can speak on it. I know there's a lot of drama, and no. there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pictures and a lot of mismanagement with it, from what I've heard. It was terribly mismanaged, but, and there were either there were a lot of baby furs who didn't know how to properly act in a convention scene. So, like, there's that infamous picture of the guy in uh, or the person in like a pup hood. Leather jacket and just no pants, just a Tykables, um One of the Tykables. So diapers. what I heard about that was that it was like it was a like a like a panel or something that abruptly ended, and he like got pushed out of the room. Oh God! Without being able to be dressed. Yeah, but that's from what I heard from hearsay. So that uh, yeah. Other than that one, other than that one con, usually hotels love furry conventions. Yeah, because oh yeah, they will sell out. <laughs> hotels sell out, and I think like there's fur. Some furries are loaded. Like furries, I feel like will tip the maids pretty generously, depending. They probably look at the room after a room party, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna have to tip the maid very generously for this one. <laughs> well, that's what they'll take their own. That's one thing I can. That's one thing I could speak to Anthrocon. There was a place called Fernando's there that was very beloved by the community. And they loved it so much when it closed down, they opened it back up for the convention. Oh my gosh. Just because they they, they furries fundraised that. And I will say, we, we tend to crush it. We, we have a charity at just about every con, and we crush it just about every year. Oh yeah. I, I know, I've heard about that, like, there was like some animal fundraiser at uh, MFF or something. It's like raised of well over like fifty thousand dollars, or some crazy number like that. The truth is, yeah, we, the we, we, furry we... community is the closest we get to a functional commune, uh, communal anarchist society. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people go to conventions. It's their like, it's their. Once in a, if they're like annual, semi-annual dotes of communism in this capitalistic society that we live in. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's communism. Yeah, because those dealer dens, my oh. goodness, <laughs> and the artist alleys. I 
which is understandable. The artist alleys and the dealers and they play a very important part in the community of making sure artists get to eat. This is true. And making sure people who make stuff furries like also get to eat. So And I'm As pro totally artists eating food. Source, I greatly support artists being able to eat. Uh, yeah, I feel like everyone should eat. Uh, yeah, I don't primarily whoever wants to eat. Yeah, I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> I don't think people should starve. Um, so yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is go support your artists. Tip when you pay when, if you get a commission, tip. What I'm what we're saying is join patreon.com slash baby Pandora. Is that is that right? Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I mean what is it? You still have you still have tiers open in the one and five dollar if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, I also think there's a are the thirty dollar and up ones because those are the ones that get monthly drawings and I have to limit. Yeah. That. I plus I, I, plus there might be like an overlap of like, all your audience, all your patrons might be the only people in the show. So, but I mean, if uh, if yeah. you want to <laughs> if you want to feed a small kitten, um, yeah. <laughs> if you, you want to, or just if you want to feed a small kitten, you have to feed the caregiver. Spell you gotta edit in some like. But, Spell, you gotta edit in like the the sad music. She's like, for just one dollar a month, you too, you <laughs> you too, you too can sponsor a kitten and her kitten and her kitten <laughs> and her kittens, kittens and the kittens puppies. I don't, I don't think my, I don't think my cat will be having kittens anytime soon. Considering, uh, well, he's fixed. Oh, well then. <laughs> you like swimming, Pandora? I do like swimming. Um, all right, so here's your summer. Here's your summer ad picture. All right, so okay. you in a floaty in a pool as two as two uh, two other people put pool noodles on your horns. <laughs> but like the floaty that you're using, it's not like the arm. Like those have to be on there. But like the 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 like newborn baby, the one that has like the mesh net beneath with the two leg holes, and oh like it's gosh. a full inner tube. Yeah. Uh heck. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. We push I think we pushed a button. <laughs> button pushing. Oh. <laughs> My buttons are very easy to press. Now, to be fair, I also wish I could, but I haven't been able to find the supplies needed to make a uh uh inner tube with the mesh netting needed. Yeah. Oh my god, actually, yeah, that sounds that sounds very interesting. Uh create uh what who, creators of adult baby items look into this we will we will pay you uh we will <laughs> pay you and also uh, i will probably also pay you for a crib which would be nice i'll pay you in exposure <laughs> <laughs> no i will not do just that just work your way down a baby catalog and just make everything oh my goodness <laughs> yeah it's a shame it's a shame the market isn't big enough like i I remember it was really fun in Youthful Bliss uh, in the first bit where uh, you go to a like an actual furniture store and like get everything like a crib. What is it, a crib, a changing table, and all that jazz? It's a shame. Oh, or like yeah. I feel like it'd be kind of cool if you had like a catalog that came in the mail and it was like a magazine. You just look through it and you're like, I want this, this, and this, and that. Because I remember that was a fun that was a fun thing for me as a kid with like toy toy magazines at least. Oh, that was the best. yes going through a magazine and marking all the stuff you wanted for Christmas. Oh my god, 
yeah, that was that was the dream. Hmm. I don't know if they still. I don't know if that still happens with kids these days, but uh, yeah, so just do it on your screen. You're fine, 100. percent Kids, just grab the marker, circle things on your screen. <laughs> kids, <laughs> adult <laughs> children, if you're listening to this, grab your iPad. Go to the Toys R Us page and circle the things on your iPad and show mommy or daddy that, uh, you know, I want this and see how they react. <laughs> should, should we tell Nate that Toys R Us isn't a thing anymore? Uh, what? <laughs> it's coming back. Don't, you know? don't make me relive this pain. <laughs> God. <laughs> I was going to be a Toys uh, R Us kid. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> we don't want well we it just, i mean it does pander just like we don't want to grow up da, 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 da. I, that's that's you know what well there was also the thing was that in every toys for us there's a baby's r us actually yeah i yeah, you know i do so you could get like and duplo at that same place at the same time whoa um i do blame toys r us for me being a baby fur because it's like uh, now I need to make uh, I need to meme about this, but basically like the you know the domino meme where it's like <laughs> the small domino is like me looking at the easy ups in the Toys R Us catalog, and then the bit like leads up to the big domino. It's just like me talking with my friends about peeing my pants and wearing diapers, or something like that. Sounds about yeah. right. That's what we should I add. We should make a, a small recording for me to cut in of just pee your pants. Like the uh, the born with friends meme, uh, but just within the podcast. So like every once in a while, just it's a way to. It's a it's like a little Easter egg. People like people guess, and, yeah, and then people in the comments of the of the podcast just be like, oh yeah, it's here, and then I don't know, you get a special. So now, what you need to do is you need to hire Shingeki Skunk and get him to record some subliminal messages into your podcast. As much fun as I, as much fun as I'd love to make this show also part hypno podcast, um, I I feel like some people. No, actually, a lot of people would like that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Would like that. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people like. A, a lot of people like the idea of. Well, I don't have to think anymore, and I get be treated like baby. Um, like, I can confirm it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. being a baby is pretty great. There's Phineas and Ferb actually wrote a whole song about that. What? It's it's from there was an episode. Of, well, now I got to Google. Yeah, there was. Uh, I'll I'll link it to y'all, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like a whole song about how about how great it is to be a baby. Um, but oh any- my. God. <laughs> So, but I think they know, they know. Yeah. I, I mean, what is it? There, that's, there's that screen cap. I see like every other day from that one show, the writer's barely disguised fetish. Oh yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I know you responded to that. And then one of my other friends likes to put that post that whenever we're talking about like random fetish content in like children's shows that are just like, ah, this is how I got that fetish. Oh, All right. Totally spies the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god. <laughs> I did notice we got a lot of nomenclature from Rugrats. Oh god. Really? Uh I know anyways. Um We should we should probably move to plugs at some point in time. Yeah, I mean if you guys want to wrap this up, <laughs> I think I do I wanted to I kinda also wanted to talk a little bit about 
convention etiquette because I feel like there are some people that might be listening to this and are going to a convention for the first time, especially after COVID. Uh, a lot of people probably would be raring to go to conventions. So I think it's important to remember uh, how to conduct yourself at a convention because I, cause I'm, I don't know how it is for y'all with y'all's first convention, but my first convention was an anime day. Um, and I was definitely a little shit. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay, but like I would take pictures of cosplayers without their consent. I think I glomped someone at some point because they had a really cute cosplay. Um, just there's general general rules that still apply to society, even at a convention. Just because someone, just because that fursuiter looks really cute, doesn't mean you should go up to them and hug them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think they have badges. They have things on badges where it's like "do not touch" or "do not hug." You know. Yeah. Um, so. Let's start with a basic list, all right? Yeah. Shower at least once every day mm-hmm. slash however long to smell disgusting. And then, like, make sure you don't smell disgusting when you're doing something. I'm sorry. Deodorant. Yeah, deodorant. Yes. Yeah, deodorant. Fun fact, Dove makes a powder-scented deodorant. It's all I ever use, actually. So, I mean, make So it you could smell baby <laughs> fresh? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, you have that one. Right, so shower. Uh, ask people's consent. Don't show off your fetish too much. Don't like this is yeah, where diapers, say... like ABDLs, are really stupid. At. All right. Yeah. Short. Yeah, I would say acceptable. short alls. Short alls are good. Yeah. Not acceptable. Short alls are short alls. Yeah, exactly. Short alls are pretty acceptable. I know some people like. I, I feel like some people that aren't even like baby furs, maybe kid furs, even. Some people are just very childish, would usually can wear like short all stupid convention. But like, no, you need to make sure your diaper, if you are going to a convention padded, because there are a lot of people who go to conventions padded, that you make sure to, um, that it is not exposed and have a diaper, have a diaper, have a, have a change. Um, I feel like a lot of people wet. But do not mess. No matter how do not mess. Yeah. That is the no matter how baby you think you are and how cute you think it is, no one else will think so. You will. It will smell. It will linger. You will ruin everyone's day. I had a f- um, disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Actually, incontinent people, you can't help it. We understand. That's, yeah, that, that's to be expected, obviously. That's true. Yeah, this is not directed at they, they, they plan for that. I'm, also, yeah. I think it's important to note that you should definitely like get this cleared with your roommates, too. Because, um, uh, I mean, you know, messing in a room, not too big of a deal. But you, you got to, you know, set the guidelines. And take out your diaper, pail. Don't like the half staff. Yeah, no, yeah uh, very important. Bring trash bags. Do not make the maids have to see that. That's just it's just polite. There's, and and like, if you want to do like if you want to do individual that. stuff, like there's gowns that block bags that fit most diapers. Just use oh, those. God. Come on, guys. I, I I most conventions I've gone to that have I've been in a bathroom, we've had like a black trash bag like that's under the sink, and that's yep. what that is for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I know uh, another good um, if you're like. If you really want to make sure it's secure, shopping bags are really good for depositing diapers in. 
Yes, two shopping bags. Smell one. Yeah, that's is it the double double bag? The double bag. All right. Yes. <clears throat> good old double bag. Yep. So, yeah, I think um, there was something else. Just just keep yourself clean. I I know for a lot of people, I feel like for for me, I know it was really um, it's really hard to remember that sometimes, and you kind of let that stuff go out the window because it's like you have this adrenaline rush of being surrounded by a huge group of people that that love you and accept you. Well, yeah, that that will accept you for who you are and are just the happiest bunch of people that like all all sorts of you just sort of are in a little in cloud on cloud nine and you just kind of forget about social concept uh social constructs for a little bit but uh yeah you always that those, those will still apply whether you're at whether you're at starbucks or at midwest fur fest you know yeah it, whenever you drink some water <laughs> oh yes drink water yes stay oh hydrated drink water. stay hydrated please eat because bring snacks if you don't Oh yeah, there will always be one con mom in your group. <laughs> I don't care how many there are. There's always one person who is smart enough to bring snacks for everybody, and has like all the needed supplies. Find them; they're your friend. I maybe not etiquette, but something I I, I find is the most helpful thing I could say: bring a power strip with you. Oh, <laughs> just always a good idea, never a bad idea. <laughs> that's uh, that's an interesting one. I never heard of that. What the power, the, the strip, power strip? Yeah, like, um, are you saying like how many how many phones you got to charge? I, okay, <laughs> that actually that yeah. oh my god, that is how I feel like that is how you become people's best friend because there are probably a lot no, of no, people. No. The the con mom is the best friend. The con mom's always the best friend because when you want fruit snacks, they have fruit snacks for some reason. God, it's like me? yeah, no, exactly. Like you just go up to like you find the con mom. And you know they have root snacks. And it's because what they did was they went to like Sam's Club or another big bulk store and just bought like a bat like a box of like a thousand fruit snacks and said, Yes, my con snack. And put it in their bag. I, I wanna s I would love Yeah, Pop Tarts, fruit snacks, yeah. chicken and biscuit crackers. Oh damn. Um I would love to be a that, that sounds like a fun. If they're really good, they have veggies on them that are like in an ice bag. Ooh, like or in a lunch little little celery like, little yeah. celery sticks with peanut butter, yeah. and uh, like little apple sli appy slices. Skippy Skippy now makes like these little balls of peanut butter that are pretty good for. Oh yeah, I saw that. I'm usually I'm usually the responsible con. That's the reason I know that. Uncrustables are great for cons. I will yes, say that. great toddler food yeah. and also good for conventions. That's really it. The con will have the toddler. <laughs> the the goldfish in the baggies. So ants on a log. So be nice to be nice to your con mom. Um, uh, tip your maids at least a, a, a little little itty bit. Yeah, just have some respect. Uh, also, um, like I said, make sure you or don't be like me. Ask people's ask for make sure you ask for pictures. Don't just start snapping yeah. away because it's like some people some people uh are like fortune 500 ceos in this fursuit or their faces and they kind of don't want that in the media um it's also an identity well, thing too like but, but besides that you'll get a better picture that yeah. way so it's I mean, true 
Yeah, like you'll get them to pose and everything too. So it's like a win-win. Yeah, I like remember the reason people are in a, are in a fursuit usually is because it's there's an identity aspect to it, and there's also a showmanship. Because a fursuit is hot and hard to manage. Yeah, and like, yeah, you want to be shocked by how tall Majira is? Ask him; he'll take a picture of you. It's <laughs> I know. Uh... So like, just they they want to be asked to be taking pictures and pose and show off. Like that's part of the experience. Yeah, it's just it's just smart to talk to people and ask them for pictures if you see a, a really cool cosplayer fursuit. Yeah, I have lots of great pictures of cosplayers that like you just I've walked up to them and was like, hey, can I get your picture? And they just strike the coolest pose, and I'm like, oh hell yeah! And like I post it on all over the place, and it's just it's great to look at every now and then, and especially like if you talk to them and get to know them, you can look back in the picture and be like, oh yeah, that person was really cool. Um, but yep. I think I think that about nails it, don't you think? We have talked about everything. Nothing. There's no new information. This will be the end of con discussion forever. We've done it. If if we missed anything, uh, feel free to berate us in the comments. And um, I don't know. If we missed anything, you're wrong. Yeah, just DM me and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you're wrong. You're stupid. You're stinky. You're a stinky little panda baby." Um. I get that on a daily basis anyway, no, no, so no, I'm no. used to if it. You com- <laughs> if you comment, and whoever responds will make sure to have their own response. Nate will probably have something that's not me. I will say you're 100% wrong and you're an idiot. But I still do it in a very loving way. I mean, I'll say I got lots more I can talk about, so if you want more, get in the comments. <laughs> Demand it. DM, you can just DM Clow. <laughs> I'd be down with that, too. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. So, so uh, uh, pluggables. Pluggables. What a yes. Yeah, so I have. Uh, oh. Yeah, Pandora. Oh. Plug. Uh, plug. Plug your stuff. Whatever you want to plug right now. <laughs> Hi, uh, I am Pandora. I am an artist. I do a lot of ABDL and furry uh, artwork. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pandora's Artbox. Or on, as the others have mentioned numerous times, Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash babypandora. Once again, that is baby... Fu- what? Once again, that is patreon.com slash babypandora. <laughs> Clow, pl- um, oh, anything else to add? Oh, I was just going to say, I have one more comment before the end of the cast. And... Uh, if you're looking for another um, Bab-friendly con, I would say Megaplex. Megaplex and TFF are two very Bab-friendly cons, so TFF isn't your only option. That's hype, because I, I am going to... Me- I'm Come hell or high water, I believe I'm going to go to Megaplex this year. Yeah. I will say Megaplex's um, uh, cub, uh, cub panel, very nice. I got to meet Gemma there, and that was Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was 2017. That was the year that that was my first year. I, I also went won some ABU spaces that I still haven't gone through because I just I, I don't go through it fast. Ah, <laughs> uh, so ah, uh, good to know. Clow, give us your plugs. <laughs> Anything you want to? Um, you can just find me at Twitter at CubClow C A U B C L O W. Wait, what? I don't really do anything else. But... I, yeah, I mean, if you, if you have anything, just if not, you know, it's whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always up for conversation. That, yeah. But <laughs> I'm finding more things to do, uh, you know, while doing school, which I know, and work, which, you know, I know at least Nate's, Nate's going through that school. Oh, don't remind me. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> I, gotta ma I gotta make uh, Senpai Dog Bomb proud and become a vet tech. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. European. But. Um, what a fuck, what other plug types are there? God damn it. Um, no, uh, you guys can, um, I am the hush plug. Guy. Oh, hush. hush yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, uh, you guys, can, you guys can find me on, uh, mostly on Twitter. That's all I do. Uh, twitter.com slash fluffy Nate. Um, considering Twitch, considering Twitch streaming, um, but uh, that's still in the works. I still gotta. I still gotta graduate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's about it for me. Spelly gives you plugs. All right. So, I'm Speller underscore nineteen at Twitter, uh, and that's the only way you can really connect to me. Sucks. The cast is baby for at baby for C because one day we we'll change the name. It. We just I changed, changed it. it. Look. look. What's the at new baby, one? What's the new baby one? fur cast? Ah, uh, we did it. it. We finally got a change. It only took us... Uh, we are... <laughs> the classic toddler move. It only took us, uh, what, five weeks? That's a new record. Something like that. Uh, Y'all need some characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first running... The first, ru the first running joke to be taken out behind the bar. <laughs> so... Uh, we have that there. We're on Google Podcasts for sure now. Uh, there is some organizing we need to do to make sure we can get on Spotify and stuff that's coming. And that be it. And uh, see everybody at LilyCon 20.